Welcome to another edition of the Catalyst Podcast. I'm glad that you're here and you are looking to have a, a catalyst for your heart and soul and, and really hearing an encouraging word today and this week. And as we dive into it, we want to continue this story and uh, this thought of getting ready, being willing, and ultimately being able to share the gospel, to embody the gospel, and to live out the gospel wherever you go. And I uh, hope you enjoy this week's episode and you continue to tune back in and share this on the platforms that you're a part of. So let's get to it and let's dig into the catalyst. Hey, welcome to this week's and I'm glad that you're here and this week's edition of the catalyst and really we want to continue this thought of getting ready, being willing and being able and uh, this this thought really was arisen uh, out of uh, starting the semester, you know, really getting a semester going and, and what it means to come together as a community and, and to get ready as a community and to be willing as a community and to be able. And it's almost as if you get on an airplane together and you are you are looking around the airplane and you look up and see that your seat is in the exit seat and the steward is going to ask you this question, are you willing and able? And you're headed to a destination that you ultimately are going to spend time at that destination, then get back on the airplane and go back home. And that is the college life. You you go home for summer and you go home for Christmas break and then you get back on the airplane metaphorically every semester to head back to the destination of the college campus. And we really grounded this thought out of Romans and Paul's excitement, his his eagerness to share the gospel, his eagerness to go to Rome and to get to Rome and to share what God has done in him. And he's heard about this community in Rome. He's, he, he's not the one that started it. And he, he's heard about this community. He wants to get to them. He wants to, he wants to get to Spain. And, and ultimately, there's a, a eagerness that really is found right here in in this uh, letter to the church in Rome. And and if you look at Paul, it's really throughout all that he does. It's an eagerness uh, to to get there. And it's an eagerness to embody. It's an eagerness to share and and to stand up for the gospel and to live out the gospel. And and, uh, so last night, uh, this week, our, our lesson was on the willingness to uh, share the gospel, to embody the gospel and a willingness to, to get out and go. And, and like I told you, uh, before Philippians is in the background. Uh, I, I'm not going to specifically mention that on a, on a, um, a lesson, but it's something that's behind my, uh, uh, my resources that I'm also drawing from and really shaping what I'm looking at. What I'm looking at is a willingness and and what it means to be willing to be open to take your a step out to be vulnerable to ultimately do something that somebody else might not like or do something that somebody else might reject do something else that's really gonna gonna define who you are from that moment forward and just looking for characters in the in the gospels looking for characters in the new testament looking for characters in the old testament that took this willingness to take a step 
of faith, if you will. And they, they went from one direction and they, they bumped into grace and they went a totally different direction. And in, in Philippians uh, chapter two, uh, verse five, Paul talks about uh, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. And that that type of mindset, that type of connection with others is really one of, you know, ultimately carrying your cross, you know, dying to self and putting others in a posture of serving them and loving them, even if they don't love you back. That is willingness. That is having a, a readiness and a willingness and an eagerness to share the gospel, even despite maybe your own baggage, your own life, your own things that you have, and even maybe a failed relationship with somebody else. And you're ultimately trying to reestablish or establish that relationship for the very first time. And, and really being willing to be vulnerable, to be honest and, and transparent. And that's difficult. That's hard. And it's something that really takes you depending on grace to actually do that. It really takes you depending on Jesus to help you in that moment, to help you live that out and to help you embody that. You cannot do that on your own. We cannot do that on our own. And, and ultimately, the church can't do that on its own. Uh, and ulti- in, in, re- in reality, the church depending on grace to do that. We depending on grace to do that. You depending on grace to do that. And that grace being Jesus to really get out be willing and be vulnerable and transparent. It's difficult. It's hard. And the story that we, we really uh, resonated in this character, this person that I have found and, and a character that, that I think you've heard this story many times. And if you haven't, go read it for the first time. If you've heard it before, go read it for the thousandth time and let it be renewed. It's, it's John chapter four and it, it, it starts really through the whole chapter. And it's the, the woman at the Samaritan at the well and, and Jesus meeting her there and, and Jesus asking her for water. And then ultimately she goes, Hey, you don't even have a bucket to pull from. How are you going to pull from this well that is deep? And then Jesus pointing to the fact that he's the living water and the woman bumps into Jesus and that redirects her life. And she's sent back into town, this town that, opposed her this town that isolated her this town that wasn't at the well with her to drink and get water with she was there at 12 o'clock at noon at a time that was not ideal to get water hot alone just her and jesus and jesus sees her jesus conversates with her jesus initiates the relationship and he's not supposed to she, he's a Jew, she's a Samaritan, and that is oil and water. They're not meant to even have conversations with one another. And so Jesus doing exactly what he continues to do. He sees people. He sees her. He has a conversation with her. He initiates. And then her willingness to run back to town, to run back to everyone that has isolated her, to run back to those that have opposed her to run back to those that have not cared for her, but she ultimately now has a care for in a unique way. I've heard before that she's the first evangelist. She's the first one to carry, if you will, the good news to a group of people. And, and she meets, Hey, come and meet the man that's told me everything about me. You know, in that moment, there's an eagerness 
there's a ready and willingness to go against everything. Everything that she knew, everything that she believed, and everything that others told her about herself. And she's taken a step, a step of faith. It's, it's really a unique story that, that really embodies what it means to be willing, to, to be open and to be vulnerable. And she redirects her life. And she redirects everything because she bumped into Jesus and Jesus saw her. It's a beautiful narrative. And as we move through this readiness and willingness and ready and and ability able, how do we find ourselves living this out this way? Is it somebody that's depicted us a certain way, given us a certain identity? You know, is it the baggage that we're carrying and others others know about it? Or better yet, they don't know about it and we're carrying it with us. And it walks into a room with us. Is it the hope that things can change and we can have a life that's redirected and that we can really depend on living water? And for us, as we are experiencing the catalyst of grace may we be vulnerable to go to people that even despise us that even go against us that even want nothing to do with us and isolate us in that moment jesus sees her and and she is no longer alone and jesus sees her and conversates with her and 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 knows exactly what it means to be thirsty physically thirsty and, but ultimately, he knows what it means for her to thirst for something more. And he wants to be the answer for that. And out of her willingness to allow that to even happen, she cares more deeply about her fellow relationships that she wants to have. And she runs back to town. It's unbelievable. Hopefully, we can run to those that are in our town. Hopefully we can have an eagerness to get to those that are in the town that we've landed our plane in and we can get to them and share exactly with them what God is doing in us, a love of God and neighbor. And maybe that relationship and that Christ likeness, that that mind of Christ is what binds us together and allows us to embody grace in this world. Hey, have a good week. And ultimately, you have a willingness and vulnerability to run to others, despite whatever they think or have done, or even you've done. May you extend forgiveness and receive forgiveness. And just maybe, Christ will show up in the midst of us. Hey, this week, this has been the Catalyst Podcast and really part two of Ready, Willing, and Able. And as we move forward and finishing out this this series of, of being able to live out the gospel and to sustain that life of living out the gospel, despite the odds, the mountaintops and the valleys, hey, look, continue to move forward and, and continue to have a great week and be a catalyst for others to experience faith in a unique and fresh way. There's a lot that we have to do and a lot of people that we're going to meet. Let's get to it.